Doc Manson at Doc Manson DC Matthews at the DC Matthews this is the list we've got a list of wrestlers we're gonna rank them all Duda, Duda. That's the end of the song. Oh. Nerd DC, I expected more from you. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's a DDT wrestling thing. That's an exclusive. That's an oh. exclusive. You don't get Nerd DC unless you check out DDT wrestling on the DDT wrestling feed. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Potapalooza, whatever. Yeah. How are you, Doc Manson at Doc Manson? I am fantastic, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And are are you ready to list? I am ready to list. It's been a little while. Uh, We got caught up in the DDT Awards again. If you missed out on seven hours of talking about the year that was 2017 in the world of wrestling, you know that actually works out. Seven hours, 2017. We should do eight hours in 2018. So are you saying when we get to 2020, we're going to do 20 hours, or are we going to reset to zero hours? No, well, we'll see. I would I would say we should at least try for, you know, maybe we grow an hour a year. Oh, okay. All right, so we've got our list here. Now, I'm wondering here, I'm going to randomize the list as we always do. Randomizing random, random. this range here. There we go. Um, now... Should we review the list? I don't think we should read all 30 names. I just posted a link for people to peruse, and I'll continue to post the link as we go. But I feel like every day we should at least start with the top 10. So if you would like to read for us what we currently believe is the top 10 list of wrestlers ever. All right. Number 10, Billy Gunn. Number 9, Fandango. Number eight, R-Truth. Number seven, Abyss. Number six, Dolph Ziggler. Number five, The Road Dog, Jesse James. Number four, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Number three, Vader. Number two, Antonio Inaki. And the greatest wrestler of all time, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That's a... That's a top choice. I'd like to point out, this is the third installment of the list. When we began the second installment of the list, Chavo Guerrero was the greatest wrestler of all time. So in the last episode, we got a new top three. Who knows what's going to happen with this episode? We've got our list of 996 some odd wrestlers, not counting the women, which we can discuss as we get there. Um, Doc Manson. Give me a number. 427. 427 takes us to Chris Sabin. Chris Sabin. I like Chris Sabin. I like Chris Sabin too. TNA standout. Currently, one half of the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. Really? The Motor City Machine Guns. He has a really sick uh, hesitation dropkick. He has what I would consider to be the supreme hesitation drop kick and it's not just that i don't like hideo watami i just chris saban he hung in the air like he was on a cable yeah yeah he looks very impressive when he does that move but where does he rank on our list chris saban all right well let's see here uh would he enter your top 10 doc manson at doc manson i okay i i think i can see this going two ways uh, so I see where you currently are on this list. And I don't I I, see. I, that's just where my cursor was. I did not actually put it there oh. for. A well, reason. I'm gonna say I could see Chris Sabin right around where that cursor currently is, which is in that Dolph Ziggler number six range. But I could also see an argument for Chris Sabin somewhere around here as well. Yeah. Yeah, I he's in the you know we've we're, our list is thirty. Clearly, he is above Cutie Marshall, Angel Medina, Ricky Santana. Like he is easily in the top twenty of this list. He's better than Rich Swan. He's I personally like him more than Evan Bourne. Yep. Um, 
you know, I'm actually thinking kind of more around the 12 range in that Haku Tatanka territory. You don't, I don't think Chris Saban beats Billy Gunn? You got to understand how much I like Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn would be higher on this list if it was only me making the decision here. Um, so what if Chris Saban slotted above Tatanka? Yeah, I'm okay with that. It's, it's like number 11. He's not necessarily top 10, but he's real close. I imagine we're going to get to this at some point, but how do you feel about Alex Shelley? I like Alex Shelley, too. Chris Saban, I think... Well, I like Alex Shelley a lot. I like he has more of like a submission style, which to me is how I like. And I I will say, somebody did mention um, that we're going to need to do this for tag teams. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to need to compile a list of tag teams now. And, and do that. So are we... Oh, you did it already. All right. Number 11. Right off the bat, Chris Sabin. Number 11. I think a respectable showing for our Chris Sabin. I am always impressed. You know, now granted, we watched TNA quite a bit in our younger days. But for guys who did not ever hit WWE to make it into the top 10 or 11, it is going to be impressive. The fact that Abyss is number 7... It I like Abyss t- a lot. I, I do as well. All right. Chris Sabin has been um, picked. I need, sir, a new number now that we're down to 995. 251. 251. Rocky Kernodal. Who? Rocky Kernoodle. I don't know if it would be pronounced Kernodal or Kernoodle. Rocky Kernoodle. All right. Let me look him up. Well, Rocky now it's it's Kernoodle. interesting. It's interesting here because it's funny how this works. Uh, WWE Network just today released about a hundred hours of wrestling from the Mid Atlantic Territory, which was a big deal in the early '80s. Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, things of that nature. Um, Rocky Kernodal. <laughs> Are you looking at the same picture that I'm looking at? Onlineworldofwrestling.com. That's the one. Uh, I'm just going to go out and say it. If I were a professional wrestler, I would have less chest hair. But I think I would have at least that look. He looks like Festus come to life. (laughs) He looks like if you took Jesse and Festus and merged them together, you would get Rocky. That is the most unappealing picture. All right. The real-life brother of Don Carnoodle. Um. Now, I, I am open to this because you and I have said in the past that for wrestlers that we don't know a lot about, because I don't know that I've ever seen a Rocky Kernoodle match, um, maybe Tim can help us out. This might be a, somebody that, or not Tim, Jeremy, who's a fan of Tim Horner, can, can help us out with. I'm okay getting rid of him and bringing a woman into this. If we would like to actually put a woman on this list, we could do that right now. I'm watching the Kernoodle Brothers versus Midnight Express. Is that also from Online World of Wrestling? Uh, no, I think it's on YouTube. Okay, well, you, uh, you let me know. I don't know which one is which. <laughs> I think I'm going to take you up on your offer. All right, and let's. I, I think we're going to have to shelve the Kernoodles. We're gonna we're gonna shelve the Kernoodles. I need a number from you. Actually, let me randomize this list as well. Uh, give me a number from 1 to 103. The first female is entering the list now. 51. 51. And that woman is Abby Lath of the of the May Young Classic. Okay. I liked Abby Lath quite a bit. I can never tell which one. I feel bad saying this. I don't know who she is. She was the one that we liked. I understand that, but who was she before? In like the first couple of rounds, we thought she was going to... Abby Lace is somebody. I did. I thought she was going to win. Abby Lace was someone else before. Thank you. That's who I don't know. She's Kimberly. Okay, so Abby Lace or Kimberly. Um, Well, she's been wrestling since 2011. All right. Good to know. She cites China as her inspiration. Which is odd, because she is nowhere near China's size. No, not even close. She was a, she was a, a little pixie of a thing, if I remember but correctly. But I can, I can still understand 
having her as an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you see where I've gone, I, I'm about halfway down the list here. And part of this is because just I haven't seen enough of her, but I would put her above Marvelous Mark Marrow. Now, yeah. granted, I like Johnny. I, I have Beach. trouble. I'm not sure I could put her above Amish Roadkill. That's um, why I put Mark Marrow. Cause, I mean, I could see her above Bob Orton, but not Amish Roadkill. So are we so, slotting her in at 16? Yeah, I think so. Abby Lace, the very first woman on the list, and she slots in at 16. Not a bad spot. And you know what? If she makes it to NXT or WWE and impresses, perhaps we will have to revisit. All right. Give me another number, sir. 488. 488. Is this the right list? Yeah, it is. Kalisto, former cruiserweight champion, Kalisto, 488. Uh oh. That smile means he's heading down to the bottom of. <laughs> no! He is not at the bottom of this list. That spot is reserved for Ryback. That is where Ryback No, goes. Ryback is going to be at like number three. He's a better big man than I Vader, will hang so. up on. <laughs> You have uh, said, you have okay. said, I, no, I'm not even going to talk about the podcast. I have known you now going on 15 years. Almost half my life has been with Doc Manson as part of it. That might be the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. What? Ryback's a better big man than Vader. All okay. right. Kalis- I can realistically see Kalisto... Is Kalisto better than Amish Roadkill? No. Is this what we're going to wind up doing? Is we're going to wind up each clicking in the document where we think they are and then trying to like meet in the middle somewhere? It could be. But um, I definitely think Kalisto is you know better than some of the other cruiserweights that we've seen in 205 Live. Like I'd rank him currently above Rich Swan for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Evan Bourne, though... I liked him as a high flyer more than I care for Kalisto. It's not that Kalisto's bad. I just, again, he's never really, he's never hit fire for me. Kalisto has one of the all-time great wrestling moments in the four years that I've been back. Okay. Which was the Salida del Sol on the, the ladder. Okay. If you remember that. I do. Outside of that... Everything else that is memorable about Kalisto is negative. Good lucha things, uh, falling through the elimination chamber roof, not being able to stand on it, um, being thrown into a dumpster by Braun Strowman. You're you, yeah. I don't know. You're actually you're convincing me he deserves to be higher on this list. Like, and again, it's you know. Um, a lot of that's some good wrestle silly stuff, which you know it I is, appreciate. It, it is wrestle silly. I don't know, however, if we're talking wrestle silly, I I don't know if he's wrestle sillier than Rosie. No, I don't think so. But anywhere in that twenty twenty one range, like you could Do tell you like me, Kalisto better than Evan Bourne. That's Salida del Sol off the ladder. You're right; is extremely memorable. If you had to ask me. Something extremely memorable that Evan Bourne did, I would have trouble. Evan Bourne has a lovely shooting star press, and I can list you a bunch of wrestlers that have lovely shooting star presses. Right, exactly. So I would rank him above Evan Bourne. Okay. Dash Wilder, however, Dash Wilder's tag team matches are far better than Kalisto's matches. But again... It's it's a matter of perspective. Dash Wilder also has done nothing as Russell Silly as saying good lucha things. So True. just based on that alone, I am willing to give Kalisto the number twenty spot. But I'm also okay. happy with twenty one. Well, I like. I think I like. It's hard to say because obviously the rev- well. Well, and this is it. I if really... we do a tag team list, the revival is going to rank higher. Dash Wilder on his own. Yeah, but I will say I did. Re- I really did like the revivals run in NXT. So I did. As I think well. I would. I think I would tend to 
Okay. Then we are putting Callisto in at number 21. Yeah. In between Dash Wilder and Evan Bourne, which sounds fair. That sounds right. That sounds reasonable. All right. <clears throat> Another number, sir. 866. 866 is Dudley Dudley. Dudley Dudley. Dudley Dudley. Now, there were many Dudley boys. Bubba Ray and Devon are not the only ones. In the ECW days, there was Dudley Dudley, not the politician. That apparently is a thing. Um, Dances with Dudley. Little Spike Dudley, of course. Um, Um, I'm looking for a picture of Dudley Dudley and not finding one. (laughs) You know, he wrestled as an enhancement talent in WWF in the 90s. Then he became... Oh, I see him. Okay. Dudley Dudley uh, then went and wrestled as an enhancement talent in WCW. So, you know, had a had a pretty decent career. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, nothing memorable except being part of the Dudley family. He's not Spike Dudley. That was wrong. That was incorrect of them. So. Um, I, I think... He goes somewhere around Tim Horner on this list. If what you're, if he, if he was a good enhancement talent, I mean, I don't. You have to tell me. Uh, the I remember seeing him wrestling somebody. He got squashed. Like it wasn't even like he was competitive. Mm. He just got beat. So I'm talking, you know, bottom three here: Ricky Santana, Angel Medina area. You know, again, part of an iconic group, but not, as far as I can tell, a significant part. Right. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere in that bottom three, I'm perfectly comfortable with. All right. So I'm just going to split the difference there and say, in between Ricky Santana and Angel Medina at number 32, Dudley Dudley. I like the science there. Split the difference. Give me a name. Number, rather. Oh, I'll give you a number. 848. 848. Alberto Del Rio. Cool. Now, again, if we're going by just our own personal, you won't get an argument from me. Talent-wise, talent-wise, he belongs in the upper tier. But if we just want to go with the type of person he reportedly is, he I will put him at the bottom. Well, we didn't do that for Rich Swan, so I guess no. We but Rich can't Swan had here. Rich Swan had one thing. Alberto Del Rio attacked a Ninja Turtle. He did. There was some independent show. There was a wrestler dressed as a Ninja Turtle who apparently either said something or looked at Paige in a way Alberto Del Rio didn't like, and so he got in his face and kind of smacked him upside the head, if I remember correctly. But again, if we're going by... We'll go by talent during his WWE run, I guess. Well, you know, and again, we, it's it's going to be tarnished, because do I think Alberto Del Rio was a better wrestler than Billy Gunn or Fandango? No, see, that's here's the thing, though. I feel like... I feel like, that, yes, maybe there were times when he would be ranked above them, but... So much of his career, I feel like he spent phoning in matches. True. That I, I sort of feel like he doesn't break into the upper echelon because of that. Okay. Well, is he better than Kalisto? Yeah, he's better than Kalisto. Is he better? Um, what did I is he do? better than Bob Orton? No. I don't no. think so. No, Bob Orton was real good. Um, okay. you know, I I could go with the magnificent Morocco Mark Marrow territory. Is he better Mark, than is he yeah. better than Abby Lace? Probably. I don't like putting him above her, but no, I don't either. I mean, in all fairness, he's probably above Amish Roadkill if we're just going off a of talent. So are we putting him at fifteen? I'd be okay with that. All right, Alberto of the River. Sliding yeah. in at the fifteenth greatest wrestler of all time, which is is a fair spot for him to be. Yeah, I think so. I, I will guess. tell you though, when Paige's name comes up, I'm going to want to make sure she is higher than he is. When Ricardo Rodriguez Rodriguez Rod Riguez shows up on this is he list, on this list, 
He'd better be higher. Oh, he is. There he is. Okay, give me a number. Right. 184. 184. Another Mexican um, wrestling sensation. This is probably one of the greatest. Uh, Mil Mascaras, the man of a thousand masks. Now, he is a Mexican wrestling legend. The only time I remember him wrestling was in the Royal Rumble. He came out and he eliminated himself because he climbed to the top rope and dove out onto people. And I have to tell you, I've watched it since then. I still don't know if that was planned or if he literally didn't know the rules. Huh. Because he tried to get back in the ring and the referees had to stop him. Huh. So it's entirely possible that he did not know he was not supposed to go over the top rope. Um, I don't know this person's work. You're saying he's a legend? I mean, is he Antonio Inaki style? Not necessarily in the same vein. Like, I don't, re- I don't recall. He is one of the... I'm going by Wikipedia. He is one of the big three of Lucha Libre. The other two being El Santo, The Saint, and Blue Demon. Blue Demon, I know. One of the most influential wrestlers of all time for enhancing and popularizing the Lucha Libre style. The star of 20 films. Mexican wrestlers often have big movie careers. Um... I mean, reputation alone, it's, I'm, I'm sensing he something is like a, top you know, five. It's, I love how this works. He is the uncle of Alberto Del Rio. Huh. He is literally the uncle. His brother, Jose, was Dos Caras. Alberto Del Rio is the son of Dos Caras. Interesting. So, um, he's a member of the WWE Hall of Fame, inducted in 2012. Huh. So, yeah, you know, again... While I don't recall seeing a great... Like, he probably does deserve to at least be in the top ten. And we could argue whether or not he deserves to be higher than Chavo Guerrero. Mm, I mean, I could see an argument for it. But in terms of... But I think if we do that... But I think if we do that, we're going to wind up... Our top echelon is going to be people who we've been told deserve to be there, not the ones we actually feel should be there. Correct. I'm happy there, like right where you have it, is he's not in the top five, but he's number six. He's better than Dolph Ziggler. At some point, we might have to make a list without these people that we have no idea who they are. Well, we can can take them out at some point. Yeah, Yeah, we'll see. All right, so Mel Mascaras getting the spot at number six. A number, if you please. 937. 937. We have a new number one. Do we? Rowdy Roddy Piper. I don't know that we have a new number one. Really? Really. Interesting. I like Rowdy Roddy Piper. He's one of the best talkers of all time. You want to talk about memorable moments? I mean, let's talk about smashing that coconut over the Ted of Jimmy Snuka. Yep. You want to talk about lowlights? We can start talking about blackface. You want to start talking about questionable things? We can start talking about his feud with Gold Dust. Oh, that was great. Yeah, still questionable. So, And here's the thing. So we did a retrospective on Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's true. That's true. And this true. is the other thing that I'm bringing to mind is he was around for a long time and, and certainly is a legend. But when we actually went through sort of his catalog of what he'd done, like, he, we're not talking like a level of, uh, of you know, ubiquitiveness as, as, you're, as you are talking – Ubiquity, rather, as like a Hulk Hogan or or an Undertaker, like he wasn't around that much. Okay, I I suppose if we were doing a list of uh, you know, because again, it's this is our list of the best wrestlers. If we're going with best personalities in sports entertainment, Roddy Piper is, I would say, at the top or near the top Absolutely. of that list. But best wrestlers. <laughs> I is mean, he better than I, I, Ro- is he wrong. better than Road Dog? I think so. So he's in the top five. 
Yeah. Is he better than Chavo? Again, I think so. I think so, too, despite the fact that Chavo's career was longer, you know... Is he hey, better? Th- those 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 bright spots for Rowdy Roddy Piper burned all-time, very bright. All time quotes, all time. You know, like you said, you've got the coconut, you've got the flower shop, you've got the fire extinguisher with Morton Downey Jr. The Hollywood backlot brawl with Goldust, questionable as you call it, is an iconic moment. They reference O.J. Simpson. They, you know, um, I is he better than Vader though? Vader's, Maybe. Vader's on the short list of best big men of all time. Roddy Piper's... Yeah. But, I mean, again, you want to go with iconic moments. Like, I mean, he was at WrestleMania 1, you know? He was. I mean, main event. He was, he was. I'm okay putting him in the top three. I'm okay putting him in number two. You know, like the question is, is he a better wrestler than Ricky Steamboat? No. And don't get me wrong. I don't think I am taking this as best wrestler like I don't think that's how I'm interpreting this list I, I'm, I'm going from a performer standpoint like the whole package so while he's not as good of a wrestler as Ricky Steamboat his you, promo skills are you far sound superior. like you're talking him into the number one spot which is what I said to begin with it is what you said but I don't actually think I see him above Ricky Steamboat I, I think I value the performances that Ricky Steamboat gave us mm-hmm. more than I do the promo okay. and moments provided so by Rowdy Roddy. Are Piper. you slotting him in at number two? I think I am. Okay, I think that's that's fair. I will. Unless you think I'm being crazy, if you really want to make an argument for number no. one, I I just know that you are a big Rowdy Piper fan, and I know that Rowdy Roddy Piper means a lot to this podcast, being the two of us, because while it never saw the light of day, the first time you and I sat down to record was on the day of his death because we were t- we it hit the news while we were recording yeah so all right roddy piper at number two under ricky steamboat that is a f- wonderful place for him to be uh I, which I, i'm having second thoughts i really i know that's where you started but I'm, i am starting to think all those moments all those iconic like ricky steamboat gave us some a great series of matches with more than one partner. Like Ricky Steamboat has an all-time match with Randy Savage. He yeah. has all-time matches with Ric Flair, if you watched NWA, mm-hmm. WCW. Mm-hmm. Rowdy Roddy Piper has all-time moments. Yes. <clears throat> if you're going to... St- well, and again, it's it's the performer versus the wrestler. This is a... This is, yeah. you know... This is a classic battle. Is if you're going to start a promotion right now, do you want Roddy Piper in his prime or do you want Ricky Steamboat in his prime? The answer is you want both. You want one of the yeah, greatest all time wrestlers and you want one of the greatest all time personalities. Oh, man. This is difficult. I, I value personality so highly that I want to slot him in at number one. But. Ricky Steamboat's real good. He is. He DC, is. He I think is. You, you, what are you leaning towards? Well, you, you know, Ricky Steamboat, great wrestler, and very little in the way of personality. His personality was the fact that he brought his kids to the ring to get the awe factor. Because name one good Ricky Steamboat promo. You can't do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, fair. Whoa, yeah, might be the greatest thing he's ever said. Mm. And it's because it's wrong. <laughs> so I'm I, I'm happy either way. Like, this is 1A and 1B right now. So if you want to switch it, if you want to make me right and put Ricky Roddy Piper number oh, one. Don't put it that way because now I'm going to not do it out of spite. <laughs> that's fine. No, we have to do I'm, it. I'm the wrestling. We have to fan. do it. All right, we have, we have as as I said, this podcast would be five minutes shorter had he just listened to me the first time. Uh, we had Piper to talk it out. We had to talk it out for me to be comfortable with it. All right, Roddy Piper takes the number one spot. Ricky Steamboat, new greatest wrestler of all time. I do like this. Three weeks, 
three new number ones. Yeah, that's All pretty right. good. Uh, I need a new number, sir. 59. 59. Dwayne Gill. Who? Gilberg. Gilbert. Dwayne Gill, uh, one of the great, uh, one of the great jobbers of all time, on like a James Ellsworth level of great jobbers, and then got a career mocking Goldberg with the sparklers and the obviously painted on tattoos. Uh, Gilbert, Dwayne Gill. Um, I like Dwayne Gill a lot. But at the same time, is he better than Evan Bourne? No. Is he better than Rich Swan? No. But, okay, better than no. But because of the stature with which the gimmick bestowed upon him, is there an argument to be made that that his, his moment in the sun was... If you had to tell me who's going to get into the Hall of Fame first, Dwayne Gill or Evan Bourne, the answer is Dwayne Gill. That's what I'm saying. So, okay. All right. So, that puts him in the top 25. Is he right there at number 25? Is he better than Kalisto? Maybe not. (laughs) I would put him over that. I would put him at 25. 25? Right yeah. beneath Kalisto? Yeah, better than Evan Bourne, but not as good as Kalisto. Better than Rich Swan, better than Angelico. Lash LaRue, Kendall Windham, Tim Horner, yeah. sorry Jeremy. Yeah. Now yeah. I think this is a case of that that gimmick. Yep. That 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 spotlight. And and you know what? There's there's something to be said for being a long time really solid enhancement talent. Like the Brooklyn Brawlers on this list somewhere. Can't wait. So. We're having new number one. All right, give me a new number. All right, new number is 100. Tyler Bate, the first ever United Kingdom champion. Tyler Bate. I think I would put him somewhere south of Dwayne Gill. Is that because he just hasn't had enough time to prove himself? Is that because you're just not a fan of Tyler Bate? He seems like... A very good wrestler. Right. Like, that little hand thing Plus, is my nothing. hand just looks really weird in the camera. Yeah, well, that's just you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, he's never... Sh- I don't... I couldn't tell you what his personality is. I assume it's dapper British gentleman, but... I, yeah, but it's I, not I Jack Gallagher. It's... You know, the, and and this is one of the the issues. Maybe if you watch the UK promotions, these guys seem to have. There's no gimmick in the way that WWE normally presents. Well, gimmicks. you could you say that, but I feel I personally feel like Pete Dunne has a gimmick. I know who that guy is. I even feel like I kind of have a better idea of who like Wolfgang is. Um, Trent Seven. Okay, maybe less of a gimmick, but again, it's I, I, get a, I get a reading from him. It's must. It's it's that kind of mustache mountain sort of. Yeah, there's something to that. Whereas Tyler Bate, literally all I know about this guy is he does the the Miss America wave, and he held that belt. Yeah. In ring, Tyler though, Driver is a great move. In ring though, like his his in ring skills, he had two amazing matches with Pete Dunne and I'm not saying that two matches and winning you know this isn't just for 2017 like you you want to make a case that he's in the top 20 wrestlers of 2017 yeah sure we can have that argument um the problem is I'm not familiar enough with his body of work outside of the WWE I am willing to put him below Dwayne Gill but only by one spot yeah, I mean, I it, I could see you making an argument for him in the twenty range as well if you wanted to lift him up about five spaces. The only thing I'm saying, though, and again, you know, if we come back to this in five years, it might change. But Mark Marrow, for all of his faults, had a solid ten yeah. year. Went back to TNA as Johnny B. Bad, like had a ten year career. Tyler Bate is twenty years old. So, 
he just hasn't, you know, I'm not willing to put him above Mark Marrow or the Magnificent Morocco um, solely because he's just not there yet. This is greatest wrestlers of all time. You know, he's got a lot of time in front of him. Yeah. Again, you know, when we come back to this list in 2023, we might change things a little bit. So I almost um, I mean, it's too late now because we've already started. But I almost think that our list of wrestlers should have stopped at like 2010 if they hadn't debuted before that. Like only because that way we would have ideally, you know, the history. That's it. We're starting over. Yeah, let's start over. No. Okay, so uh, number 26, then? Number 25? Yeah. Yeah. I I like Dwayne Gill, but... Yeah, I I think... I don't know know if two great matches is better than the Gilbert gimmick, is all I'm saying. Sparklers, DC. Sparklers. All right. You talked me into it. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry fans I'd like to point out Doc Manson's fault Tyler Bate is the 26th best wrestler Of all time Ranking just behind Dwayne Gill I love this show <laughs> We've lost all credit Well we didn't have any credibility to begin with Give me another number 410 410 Doug Gilbert who? <laughs> Doug Gilbert uh, is best known as being the brother of hot stuff Eddie Gilbert, who was a wrestler in in the South, both Southern wrestlers. Um, he wrestled for ECW for a while, wrestled for WWF for a brief few minutes. Um, you know, had a had a nice little career, but you know was most famous in the U- USWA. Uh, which was kind of a you know mid south sort of promotion, if I believe. Um, so you know, again, now we're we're talking about a guy who's down. Wait, I'm on the wrong thing. We're talking about a guy who's down in the bottom tier. Better or worse than Dudley Dudley? Better. I put him in the Ricky Santana, Al Perez, Mark Starr. Not as good as Tim Horner, but you know, number thirty-six. All right, all right, number thirty-six. That's the sound of the all right. The I don't know who this is, and I want to get on to somebody I know about. <laughs> this is such a, such a scientific list. All right, give me a number. Five eighty-one. Five eighty-one. Big Tilly. Okay. Uh, you know who Big Tilly is. You have watched him before. I've sat next to you while you watch him. Big Tilly was a member of Phi Delta Slam, which was a TNA tag team for not very long. Okay. Um, again, another bottom member, but, you know, I remember watching him. They came out with, you know... One half of uh, the main event mafia's <clears throat> personal security force. Okay. Yes. All right. So you know, had a TNA career. Currently wrestling in South Florida. Apparently, own a own a wrestling school. Good for them. Um, but again, we're talking way down. Doug Gilbert's better. We're we're down there in the Dudley Dudley Angel oh. Medina. He portrayed a fake version of the Blue Meanie at the ECW reunion show Hardcore Justice. Ah, okay. In 2010, I think I may have seen that. Well, there I think you go. I know who this is. Okay, yeah. So um, yeah, that bottom bottom three or four. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely had more match. Like, I I can remember him actually wrestling a match. For that reason, I could see him above Dudley Dudley. Um, There you go. Why not? All right, number number 38, Big Tilly, above Dudley Dudley. If someone wants to make the argument that we're wrong, I'd love to read that email as to why Dudley Dudley ranks higher than... 
Big Tilly. Yeah. Give me a number. 20. Oh, my goodness. 20. Minoru Suzuki. Okay. Now, you don't know who that is, but if you're no. a New Japan fan, if you're a wrestling fan, you would love Minoru Suzuki. Great entrance, great look, great gimmick he is. He made his return to New Japan uh, a year ago, almost exactly a year ago, New Year's Dash 2017. He returned and immediately choked out the world champion Okada. He's the leader of a stable of which Takamishinoku is part. You would be, if, if you get the chance to look up some Minoru Suzuki matches, I'm telling you, Doc, you would be a fan of this guy. He's he he's a little crazy, which which is a good thing. So I'm not going to say he's, you know, in the vicinity of our top guys. This is the guys. guy with the stuff shaved into his hair? Yeah. Hmm. You know, if you, if you see... Um, if you see Twitter in the morning during these shows, like his song is called like it's a Kazi ni nare or something like that. People like tweet the lyrics to his song. He wrestles in the tiniest little briefs. <laughs> he does. He does. He has a very, very simple uh, attire. But I'm telling you, you would be. Doesn't he have any meat pads on in this? He just no. almost like a big nudie man. He he wrestles in an outfit uh, that's reminiscent of the Young Boys. The Young Boys in New Japan, you have to earn knee pads. You have to earn elbow pads. It's it's very simple, black trunks, black boots. But again, he wrestles, okay. sim, you know, he's got that strong style, almost in an Aleister Black sort of style, you know. I Big feel like strikes. He sticks his tongue out a lot from these pictures that I'm seeing. Oh yeah, he goes for the whole I- "I'm a crazy person" sort I'm of. Crazy. Do you remember that movie I made you watch? I-, I think I made you watch Versus. Yes. He's reminding me of the Frogman from Versus. Yeah, I like that he he does all this crazy stuff, but then he has this very sophisticated hat that he wears at times. Um. So looking, you know, looking at the list here, he's in the top tier. Uh, he's better than Alberto Del Rio, you know. Uh, probably just because he's on this list, he's somewhere in that sort of range, kind of the uh, right around fifteen. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you know, you you would be a fan. All right. So I'm happy putting anybody above a Bush Del Rio. So. so is he better than Bob Orton? That's debatable. And I'm going to be hesitant to put anybody above Haku, although that's a match I would pay money to watch. Minoru Suzuki okay. versus Haku. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. You don't and like this guy better than Chris Sabin? This is, again, this is the problem with my list. Haku would be in the up in the top. Do I like this guy better than Chris? Mm. I like this guy a lot, but Chris Sabin's got the aerial moves. He's got the tag team excellence. Right. I'm happy with him in the 14 to 16 range. And again, so I'm going to slot him above Bob Orton, but below Haku just because I love Haku. Love it. Next number, please. 47. 47. Luther Reigns. Right, this guy. Um, oh, man, Luther. How do you feel about Luther Reigns? Luther Reigns. I think he's otherwise known as... Is that in this horseshoe? Uh, I think... I want to say yes. yes. Yes, he is. Wrestled in as an enhancement talent as horseshoe because his hair was shaved into a horseshoe. And it's, which notably spawned his catchphrase: "There's no business like shoe business, baby." Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Then wrestled in, you know, great look, great look. Uh, n- nowhere near a very good wrestler. So, uh, yeah. We're talking again, Dudley. Dudley. This is the Dudley Dudley show. We're talking the Dudley Dudley range for Luther Reigns. So if you want to put him above Dudley Dudley but below Big Tilly, I'm not going to argue. I could see arguments putting him above Big Tilly. I mean, I could see him 
I could see him breaking out a little higher than that. I could see him somewhere in the 30 range. South. I mean, he had he was in a lot of matches in the WWE. He was on Team Angle for a while. Like, okay, he was a contemporary of Carlito in that time frame. Like, Jeremy's not gonna like it because he's gonna think he's better. Tim Horner's better, but you want to say he's better than Lash Larue? Okay, he's probably better than Lash Larue. Certainly had more opportunities than Lash Larue. Like, where do you think you're gonna put a Jindrak on this list? Around there, like I like Jim Jack, right. but again, so that is what, yeah. Then we so get to Sean O'Hare. I loved Sean O'Hare. I thought Sean O'Hare was going to be world champion. I, that, that's just what I'm thinking. I'm seeing Luther Reigns. I think okay. Mark Jindrak is better than Luther Reigns, but yeah, I'm happy putting Luther Reigns at number 31. All right. In but not as good as on Helico, but better than Lash Larue. Sounds about there right. You go. All right, we've got two more. I need a number. 272. 272. Uh, this is Sho, who is part of Rapongi 3K, uh, former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champions. I don't know Sho, so again, if you want to put another woman on this list, we can do it right now. Because I don't know, like, I haven't watched w- in the New Japan lately to know who he is. So. I have no idea who this is. So Give me an, okay. you don't know who he is. Nope. Number between one and a hundred and two, please. Number one. Mia Yim. Ah. Mia Otherwise Yim. known as Jade. Yeah, Mia Yim. Um, you know, she is technically very sound, but I've I've she's never clicked for me. Um I know that she's good. But I just I, I never particularly found myself um, fond of her stuff. I think I, I said this during the May Young Classic as well. Like she, I know she is. Like I know she's technically good, but she just she's never done it for me. I, I don't know. Okay, so we're putting her under Abby Lace. I'm assuming. I think so. That's fine. All right, hold on. I'm just updating this list. Um. So let's see. So we're putting her under Abby Leif. Is she better than Luther Reigns? Yes. Is she better than Tyler Bate? No. Is she better than Evan Bourne? Not technically. But she's got a look to her. She does. TNA had a yeah. good storyline with her. Uh, yeah, we're in that Evan Bourne, Rich Swan, and Helico. I could see her. I I like her her run in TNA. I think yeah. enough that I could see her above Evan Bourne. Okay, because I just so she... I just haven't seen a lot of Evan Bourne post WWE. I know he's done a lot. He's been out there. Yep. So if if, if I was familiar with that work, maybe. I would put Evan Bourne above yeah. her. But and this is our list. We got to remember right. that. You know, this is our list of the greatest, not the list of the greatest. So yeah, so number twenty-eight above Evan Bourne, but below Tyler Bate. Absolutely. All right, we need a big name here. Give me a good number to get a big name, so we can end this show with a bang. There, Doc. Six seventy-one. Six seventy-one. Oh, why didn't you pick a better number? Um. <laughs> I was really tempted to cheat. I was really tempted to cheat because no one's going to know, but I would feel bad. Axel Rotten. You were two away from Kevin Owens. Two away. Sorry. Kevin Owens. Axel Rotten, one half of the Rotten Brothers, uh, ECW Mainstays. Um, you know, a lot of stuff with barbed wire bats of the bad breed, Ian, Ian and Axel Rotten. And he uh, passed away quite young, didn't he? Yeah, heroin overdose. Yeah. Rec- recently, 2016. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, wrestled primarily in, in ECW. Wrestled for WWE for one, night, one of the one-night stands. Um, although didn't wrestle at one-night stand, but was hired for that. Appeared in TNA at Hardcore Justice. Yep, yep. Uh, Hello, I mean, I certainly don't like him as much as Amish Roadkill. No, 
Of course I mean, not. I think I'm looking somewhere in the 30 range, maybe 35, somewhere in that, Oops. somewhere in there. Um, yeah, yeah, probably better than Lash the Rue and Luther Reigns, but again, probably not, not as good as Angelico. No, so 32. I think so. All right, so we're at a crossroads here because um, we're at 45. We've done our 15. We have. But I feel like we can keep going at least, you know. We're, 351. We, 351. I want to go. We're less we than get, an hour, so I figure we got to go 15 yeah. or to an hour. All right, perfect. That's exactly 351, you said? Yeah. Vinny Marseglia. Uh, wrestles for Ring of Honor right now as part of the kingdom. He looks kind of like uh, if Enzo Amore got even crazier. He kind of looks like Enzo Amore had a baby with CM Punk. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, I don't know him. I, I've never seen him. So, again, if you want to go to the the women's list, we can do that. Because we don't I know. I like his look. But I yeah, like the I look, too. And, you know, I'm assuming he's a quality wrestler. But uh, give know. me a number from 1 to 101. 85. 85. Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson. Okay. Um, I mean, again, it, she... Hmm. Not a particularly good wrestler. Not a bad wrestler, I no, suppose. No, but I mean, in terms of personality, yeah. certainly you couldn't, you couldn't go two steps in the Attitude Era without running into Tori Wilson. No. Nope. Um... um. I think she's above Mia Yim, and and really, while she's not as quality a wrestler as Abby Lath, she probably deserves to be above Abby Lath, um, just because. Yeah, she was, you know, she was one of she wasn't the first WWE diva to pose for Playboy, but she was one of them. Yeah. So mainstream appeal. I think she was up till recently dating a Rod. Not that that means anything, but. No, doesn't mean anything to me. But I mean, yeah, she. Um, yeah, I, no, I, you're, you're, we're on the same wavelength. I would put her above Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, but just there, like literally, just there. Not as good as Bob Orton, but above Alberto Del Rio. That's fair. All right, number eighteen, Tori Wilson. <laughs> Onward, sir. Another name, number, please. All right, let's go with 434. 434. Dante Fox. Now, you watch Lucha Underground, so you might know who this guy is. Hmm. He had a big match with Killshot on the most recent season of... uh... Oh, that guy. The other guy who's not Killshot. The other army guy who's not kill shot. Yeah. Yeah. I the remember one without the mask. I remember seeing him, but I know very little about him, so you're gonna have to take care of this yourself. It seems like uh, he's a very good wrestler, but I I probably only saw him wrestle two or three matches. Um no personality to speak of. Uh, so we're going You know, does he does he does he rank above Tim Horner? Are we going in the Rubik's area here? I mean, he's a very solid wrestler. I mean, in terms of, like, that Lucha high-flying... Well, I don't know mm-hmm. if he's really a high-flyer, but I remember him having exciting matches. That could have been kill shot. He can't I, be He can't be above Angelico, I'm assuming. No, he's not. He's not. So, again, so, Axel Rotten, Luther Reigns, Lash LaRue. That's kind of where we're at I mean, here. I think I can put Axel Rotten ahead of him in terms of Nick because of the name recognition. Sure. Everybody knows Axel Rotten. Sure. Um... Yeah, I think I see him in that 33 range. All right, so we'll put him... Or 34. Yeah. Above yeah. Luther Reigns. Yeah, but I so. Okay, I have no problem with that. Another number, please. 129. 129. Jim Powers. Again, enhancement talent. WWE really tried with Jim Powers. They really tried to give him... Because he's got the look. You look at him and you go, this is a guy who in the late 80s, early 90s should have had a good 
chance in WWF. Big body, Ico pro, you know, big bodybuilder type. Just not a good wrestler. Not no. at all a good wrestler. His running knee lift was the best move he had, and that even wasn't very good. Well, he almost, um, he wrestled for almost 30 years. It, again, long career. Uh, wrestled for WCW and such, but just couldn't quite get over the hump in WWF. Mm, the Young Stallions. <laughs> yep. Him and Paul Roma. So again, bottom, you know, we're filling out the bottom of the list here. Yeah. Uh, I personally would take Tim Horner or Al Perez or, but again, like you said, 30-year career, maybe I'm not giving him enough credit, but. Yeah, it's hard for me to say. Like, I could see an argument for him being in Dash Wilder territory, but I could also see an argument for no Tim Horner territory. Yeah, he's more in the Tim Horner territory than the Dash Wilder territory. All right. So, you know, really just pick a number anywhere between 37 and 47, and I'm happy. So, Let's go with 42. All right. I think 30 years puts him above Big Tilly. Yeah. All right. Jim Powers at number 42. We're still going. One, Give me another name. This is going to be a good one. Say that again, 633? No, 603. 603. Yeah. Perfect. <gasps> Kurt Jeff. Henning? Oh, no. Sorry. Jeff Jarrett. That's J A double F. J E double F. J A double R E double T. That's double J Jeff Jarrett. Um. Jeff Jarrett, multiple-time world champion, intercontinental champion, U.S. champion. Co-founder of Co-founder of TNA. Founder of Global Force Wrestling. For all of Jeff Jarrett's faults, and he's got plenty, co-founding TNA is a big deal. Because there was a while there where you and I were watching more TNA than WWE. Absolutely. I liked TNA a lot. And I actually think one of the worst things they did was phase out Jeff Jarrett's booking uh, from that company. I actually think he did an okay job back in the pre-Dixie Carter days. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know whether or not Jeff Jarrett's a better wrestler than R-Truth, but you could make a case that he, Jeff Jarrett, deserves to be in the top ten. I mean, you could make a case that he's in the top five, because you. I think we have Antonio Inaki at number three, off of the strength of him being a co-founder of New Japan You're not wrong. Wrestling. You're not wrong. Part of me wants to put Road Dog ahead of him just because Road Dog got his start as the roadie for Jeff Jarrett's country band. But that's that's just yeah. that's neither here nor there. I mean, you could make a case that Jeff Jarrett belongs in the top five. I think. I I mean. TNA's not doing so hot these days. He has his problems. He's had some black eyes in this industry. Yeah. But, like, I could definitely... I could I could see either above or below Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. No, I could put him above. I could put him at number five. Yeah. And, you know, because, again, he had a long career. He was a, a technically sound wrestler. Um, he won a bunch of world titles that Chavo never won. So... Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. King of the Mountain, Jeff five. Jarrett, number five. All right, there we go. Uh, our, again, our list looks far different than it did the last. You know, before we started this show, we got Absolutely. two new two new members of the top five. Chavo Guerrero is down at number six. It'll be interesting to watch how he continues to change as this goes on from one to uh, four to six. Um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Yeah. And the best part, we still have, we had, we added some women to the list. We still have, if we, if we count the women, we still have over a thousand names to go. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, Yes. All right there, Doc Manson. Uh, once again, we have to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed any of this show. And I hope that you you? did. (laughs) Wow. You will enjoy the, I'm not joking, seven hours 
almost an hour-long pre-show, six hours of the main show. The DDT Awards comes in four parts, if you count the pre-show. Three two-hour chunks. We talk about the wettest wrestler. We talk about the Triple H Memorial, uh, Triple H Ponytail Memorial Award for the best hair. We rank the top ten wrestlers of 2017. Joined by our friend GQ and Mrs. Manson, we get you covered. 2017 Walk Down Memory Lane with us and the DDT Awards. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? The greatest wrestler of all time is. <laughs> Rowdy, Roddy, Piper, the Hot Rod. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Yeah, that's how it is. At the DC Matthews. That's the one. Uh, Every time you think you've got the answers, Doc Manson changes the questions.